Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two. Hi, I'm Paula, missionary in Puerto Rico. Hola, I'm Cindy, missionary to Mexico for the last 29 years. And we're so glad you listening friends are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. So, the year 2020 has been quite a year for many people. So today we'd like to encourage you. Uh, just recently we heard about the hurricane and the storms coming in. And when I think of a storm, I think of the anticipation of the storm coming in mm -hmm. and all the preparation that has to take place beforehand. The fear that comes not knowing what's going to happen. And then also, then you're in the storm and in the end, you have the cleanup from the storm. Hmm. And I think a lot of us have seen that in this year, 2020. And so we just want to encourage you today. Have any of you encountered any storms this year? Oh, my. Well, yes. You know, sometimes you can see storms coming. Sometimes you cannot. We started 2020 here in Puerto Rico with an earthquake. There was hmm. no knowing an earthquake came or a trembler. But um, but just recently, last week, um, I was at the doctor's office and a procedure needed to be done. And, you know, you, you don't want to have any procedures done ever. And then when they were saying you need to have someone with you, okay, yeah, um, sure. Who am I going to have go with me? You know, sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes those things make us uncertain. Mm -hmm. um, right. You know, we know that we have the Lord, but we need to have someone physically at the doc at the hospital to to take your things and this and that. Hmm. So I I became very a little bit overwhelmed there for a few minutes because analyzing in my mind different options that I had, and um, I just you know the uncertainty of being alone. So when they told me about the procedure and that I would need to have someone with me. You know, you're thinking, you know, who, who am I going to find? That same morning, I was um, at the hospital and I was trying to get some procedures, some preparations. Mm -hmm. And there was a lady there who was very distraught. And after talking with her, she was completely alone as well. Um, her parents both passed in like in the last year and her husband passed this spring. And her son, her only son is in the States. And, and I would try to comfort her. But, you know, for her, she said, no, God has abandoned me. God has left me. Mm -hmm. and, and we know that that is not true. But sometimes one is so in that storm of uncertainty. And, I, you know, you have to have someone there. Literally, you have to have someone there. And she needed to have someone there with her. So I came home even a little bit more overwhelmed. And what am I going to do? You know, who am I going to get? And, you know, last spring in April, um, it was brought to my attention that there were some college girls that didn't have a place to go for the summer. They were studying here in Puerto Rico. Um, Paula, would you, would it be okay for the girls to stay with you? Oh, well, you know, your mind is, oh, that's, you know, um, you don't know. You know, my selfishness kind of came out of, oh, you know, all the expense of having more mouths to feed. What mm -hmm. am I going to do with them all summer? That's a long time, three months. But, you know, the Lord blessed with um, was having a dear girl here all summer. We had many laughs. We had many good talks. I always say that I want to have an energetic, enthusiastic, and evangelistic <laughs> girl. Because 
then you know they have the energy and they have the mm-hmm. enthusiasm and so um, and so she was she Aww. was like all summer you know she with me she she was you know fantastic so when they told me about the procedure I knew that the college was on lockdown they were not allowing the students to go out they were not allowing anyone to go in um, I was told that because I said oh I want to see about Ruth coming no Paula because they are not going to allow her to come no but there has to be a way that she can come <laughs> you, you can just look frantic and mm-hmm. um, so I, I I called the, the president of the college and the Lord was so good because you know I know how you doing I'm going to talk to you in English because I have a lot to say and I need to make sure you understand. Oh, okay. What, what's going on? And oh, I just started crying. I tell them about the procedure. I need to, and, oh, well, what can we do? You know, what can the college do? I say, oh, you can send me my, you know, you can send me this girl. You can send me Ruth. So <laughs> Ruth can be here. She can help me. Aww. Oh, yes, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. Um, so, so the Lord, you know, the Lord intervened it all. But sometimes that overwhelmingness of hearing the storm is coming. Mm-hmm. And trying to prepare, but yet, how are you going to prepare? You know, and being alone is sometimes um, can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming. And mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people right now who are alone, and that with the virus, there is a limitations of, of people being in the hospital. Um, of you know, having someone go with you to to make sure you're understanding what the doctors are, are saying. Um, there's a lot of fear. And, um, hmm. so yeah, so Cindy, what you're saying about the storm, yeah, 2020 has been storms, the emotional storms, as well as financial storms. And sometimes in those storms alone can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, true. And you know, those storms like hurricanes, they're one of the most powerful. There's earthquakes and there's thunderstorms, but hurricanes just are massive and they can cause destruction so, so quickly and to just miles and miles and miles of destruction. And sometimes we, yeah, we don't really understand the full force of the storm until the, that we're right there in the middle of it. Like you, you didn't realize that you thought, hey, maybe Ruth will be able to come. And yet she was going through a storm herself, right? She was on lockdown, couldn't get out. And yet, God was, God saw, he saw both sides. And, you know, when that storm is going so quickly, like it, it's kind of interesting about the storms. Um, when it first comes, you know, the mile, the winds might be 39 miles an hour. They actually call it a tropical depression. And sometimes we can even get into a depression, right? Where we're just like, Lord, how am I going to solve this problem? And we feel like we have to be yes. the one to solve it. We have to find our way out of the storm. And as that storm gets faster and the winds, you know, get, get stronger, then it becomes a hurricane and we literally are out of control. We can't, we can't do anything to get ourselves out of that situation. And as the winds pick up and they go faster and faster and faster, that creates that eye in the storm. And I think of those storms of life. I mean, they're inevitable. They're going to happen. They're, they're un, unavoidable, you know, and God brought that physical condition to you, Paula. He knew that it was going to happen. And I think back to at first in the summer, you were like, oh, no, I don't know that I really want these girls to come. But God was setting the stage. He was preparing Ruth's heart. He was preparing your heart to receive her because he knew 
that you would need her. Exactly. And how sweet that is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of those trials, you know, in that eye of the storm, God was there and he was offering help through Ruth. So I think when we're in that storm, the safest place is in the eye of the storm, right? And so when we're in that storm, just staying close to God, keeping our eyes on him because he's got his eyes on us. I think of Psalm 32, 8 that says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. And how comforting when we have our focus on God. He's just, he's right there. Well, and I think, I think the awesome thing that Paula brought out too is in a storm, a lot of times we need um, someone with skin on to mm-hmm. help us walk through that. Yeah. You know, because we've never been through that. And so someone with skin on can help us walk through it and also can help us as she needed someone to take her home afterwards. Right. Um, they can also be a blessing in that they can help us clean up after the disaster. Exactly. You know? and so yeah. I think that's a good, good way to put it too. Yeah. Very cool. You know, so many of the storms that we do go through, the Bible is very clear that it says we go through that storm so that later on we can come alongside someone else that's going through that same storm. And I look at God appointments and we got to be alert to God appointments as far as other people going through the storm, how we can minister to them. You know, mm-hmm. Paula had Ruth that was there to minister to her. Mm-hmm. And so we need to look for those God appointments and look for people that maybe are beside us in a grocery store or beside us somewhere and we can just see they're having a rough day. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, you know, we need to keep our focus. That's why we're here. Yeah, true. Yeah, that actually, (laughs) interesting you say that because that actually happened yesterday. I was in the grocery store. I just ran in really quick. The store was closing in like five minutes. I needed to get some milk and a few other things. And so I ran in and I was rushing through the store and literally I almost bumped into a lady who was there behind me. It was like the Lord just, you know, had her there looking back. I'm like, he literally wanted, you know, I almost bumped into her. And so we just exchanged a few words and I said, yeah, we're trying to rush to get to the cash register before they close. And maybe two minutes later, I bumped into her again, like we encountered each other in the aisle again. And then the loudspeaker came on and, and uh, um, you know, saying that the store was closing. And so I rushed up to the um, cash register to pay. And I was going to try to go into a line that was a little bit shorter. And if I would have gone through that line, I would have missed my third encounter with this lady. And, 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 you know, the lady at the cashier, she said, sorry, I'm already closed. You got to go through this line. And it was a longer line, but I was like, in a sense, I was like, okay. <laughs> and I wasn't drumming my fingers, but in my mind, I was like, okay, let's hurry. <laughs> but as I'm standing in this long line of people who were trying to get out before it closed, who should walk up behind me but this lady that I had bumped into two other times in the store. And so Again, I said, Hey, we made it. You know, we can, now we can check out. And she started to tell me about something that was going on in her life. And she said, Yeah, she said, I was going to come to the store tomorrow, but I realized I've got surgery 
And she said, I have no one that can, you know, shop for me. She said, I'm, I'm alone here. There was nobody who was going to help her with the surgery part, getting in and out of the hospital. And I mean, this was a stranger. I'd never met her before. And I don't often do this, but it's like the Lord just prompted me to say, you know, if you need help with anything, I would be glad to help out. I said, I, I know what it's like to not have somebody around. And I said, um, I go to such and such church. And then I'm waiting to, it was finally my turn to go into the, the line to check out. And she just kind of hesitated and did not go to the other line that was open. She just kind of stayed, you know, there near me. And I said, do you need my number? You know, in case there's something that comes up and you just need to reach out to someone. And she's like, that would be fabulous. And she said, now what's the name of the church again? And so I told her and I wrote it down for her because I wanted that to be my main contact is that she could reach out to the church. But I I, I gave her my phone number and I said, if something comes up, you know, give me a call. I said, I can make a meal for you. We, you know, we want to be there for you. And it's like, just a burden rolled off her shoulders, just knowing that there was somebody who would be available if she needed the help. She might or she might not call me, but just the fact of knowing that somebody was there, that somebody cared. And I think that's what we need to be. We need to be the hands and the arms and the feet of Jesus because We need to be that skin and bones, you know, not just saying, yes, I'm a Christian. I'm going to help you, but literally doing it. Exactly. I heard a preacher say just last week um, on on the radio, you know, to serve Christ. How can you serve Christ? You know, you can't make him a meal or you Mm -hmm. can't wash his feet or you can't clean his house. Hmm. But really, when we serve Christ, we are serving others. And so, so to know that. You know, serving that lady who you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. how many people Christ served and he didn't know them either. Right. And um, so, yes. So how important it is that we are serving others and we are seeking others to show them the love of Christ and show them the hope. But, um, but that is just great. And the day is not over. So maybe she will still call you. Exactly. I keep my phone handy at all times. <laughs> and so I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually hopeful that she will reach out because it's a soul. It's a soul that Jesus died for. It's a soul that needs to know, you know, that people care. And, you know, I look at back on, on even my journey and that kind of stuff and key people that were there during that different time, you know, just most of them, it was just a matter of, you know, and Shelly and brought a bunch of ladies to come and visit, you know, people taking me back and forth to my doctor visits because, you know, I just needed someone there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we think we have to do huge things for people when a lot of times it's just a word of encouragement. It's, you know, I can remember one time being in a store and a lady walking up to me and she's like, keep on going. You know, and <laughs> that's all I needed, you know, at that cool. moment because I was discouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I think those are a lot of the practical things we can do. Exactly. Yeah. And in this year of change and turmoil and storms of life that literally can cause depression, um, I love this verse, Deuteronomy eleven twelve, 12. 
And it says, A land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it, from the beginning of the year, even unto the end of the year. We don't know how this year is going to end. We don't know how our life on earth is going to end exactly. But who's there with us? Who's there caring for it? Who is there loving us through those storms of life? And it's God, the Lord thy God. And it's a personal relationship. And that's what we need to share with other people. We have that personal relationship. How important it is for you, our listeners, to also have that personal relationship. And it's by faith in Jesus Christ. Just the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. And in, and in Christ, one is sure. In mm-hmm. Christ, there is confidence. In Christ, there is security. You know, to, I don't have to understand what's going on tomorrow, but to know that he does and I can walk with him tomorrow. Um, right. Because he has all in control and our eternal, our eternal soul. I tell people often, our bodies are not eternal, but mm-hmm. our soul is. And as right. Shelly was saying, you know, we take care of our body. But yes, because friends, if, if you don't know Christ as Savior, you know, you, you don't have that sure confidence but Christ is willing and he is available for us today. Mm-hmm. And so I, I plead with you to know him, to seek him. Um, we are here if we can be of any help to you. Um, we have our, our Facebook page and if we can be of any comfort to you. But to know that in this time of being alone in this journey of this, this procedure, um, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah who provides, he proved himself over and over again. And so what a great, what a great comfort to know our God does, has not changed. And he is still uh, the God who provides our every need. He is still my shepherd and the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. There's nothing I lack because he is faithful. So that would be what I would want to encourage you all today. And I believe that's what the purpose that Shelley and Cindy have as well. Yes. I think another cool thing is this, as you're going through that storm, I love the phrase that one of the people used, it came to pass, it didn't come to stay. Mm -hmm. And when we're in the storm, (laughs) when we're in the storm, we think it it has come to stay and it will come to pass. And sometimes that that is the only thing that will carry us through. But, you know, I think of Jesus and the disciples, you know, when they were in that storm, Mm -hmm. I mean, that was crazy. But they got to know God or Jesus in a whole different way after going through that storm Mm -hmm. than they knew him before the storm. And so I think that's the words of encouragement I have. Yeah. Sometimes God brings storms into our lives. Sometimes other people create the storms. And sometimes we create our own storms. And yet, whatever storm we are going through... um, those heavy rains and those strong winds, they're no respecter of persons, right? It can affect any age or any circumstance could hit us at any time. And yet God is there. He offers hope. And um, like you said, Paula, that strong foundation. And if we can just get to the eye of the storm, you know, look to God and he's able to keep us safe in that calm, comforting 
place, which is close to him. So thank you, ladies. I've really enjoyed our talk today. I know there's a lot of people that might be going through some storms of life, and it's even a depression uh, atmosphere that they might be feeling, um, or a greater storm that's a hurricane almost out of control for their life. And yet God promises to always be there for us as we keep our eye on him. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. And in his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, he talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. Adios. Bye for now.